to say the Lord's Prayer and offer prayers for others before entering into my own time of interior silent prayer. Why do I do it this way? Well, I love it, and it works. For years and years and years, my own struggles to make interior prayer, silent prayer, a piece of my life was always a little bit like pulling teeth. I never had the time to do it. I never could quite get down to it. The mood was never quite right. Finally, though, when I began to put it closer to the Psalms, when I began to frame my time of interior prayer and silence in the tradition of chanting Psalms, things came alive. It was a whole different experience. And it's not accidental that it worked this way for me because there's nothing accidental about psalmody. It's an ancient tradition. It goes back into the very, very innermost marrow of our Judeo-Christian tradition, this coming together to chant the psalms, interspersed and leading into this period of silent prayer. This tradition is called contemplative psalmody. Chanting the psalms is a way of going deeper into the interior life of prayer. It's powerful stuff. It's also one of the best-kept secrets of the monastic tradition. When we begin to adopt into our own life this ancient, mysterious rhythm of chanted psalms and silent prayer, we find ourselves suddenly set out on a path of spiritual transformation, much more powerful, much more rich than we would ever have imagined, unlocking the very mystical heart of Christianity. Monastic reverence for the Psalms is unparalleled. St. Romwald, the 11th century founder of the Camaldolese Benedictine Order, put it as strongly as I've ever seen it. The path you must follow is the Psalms. Never leave it. Even today, in places like New Camaldolese, The daily chanting of the psalms is the anchor point around which the rest of the day circulates, providing the rhythm of prayer and work, which is the entryway into the Christian contemplative experience. That monastic reverence for the psalms stands in sharp contrast to the eclipse into which they've fallen in most of our mainstream Christian worship. If you want to hear the psalms in church on a Sunday morning, it's pretty much a matter of don't blink twice or you'll have passed it. They're done usually in one of two ways. In my own congregation, the Episcopal Church, you usually either find a mad dash as the psalms are rattled through as quickly as possible somewhere between scripture readings, or else you'll find them done as a performance with a beautiful cassocked choir singing them in ornate but untouchable Anglican chant, while the rest of us sit in the pews properly appreciating. But where do we get into the act? The monastic tradition of simple, participatory, contemplative psalmody is encountered almost nowhere outside the monastery. And it needs to be, because this is a very important piece of our tradition. We've almost forgotten that it exists. And yet the fact remains that for the contemplative Christian, that is, for the Christian on a path of inner transformation, 
the Psalms have been and continue to be a non-negotiable, a cornerstone. They are disregarded at one's own peril. That's what the tradition teaches us. In the past 25 years, we've already received one very important gift from our contemplative tradition. Thanks to Thomas Keating and John Main, Basil Pennington, William Menager, and other monks, we've received in our own generation the gift of contemplative prayer. Simple methods such as centering prayer and Christian meditation have made it possible for regular people, normal people in daily walks of life, to re-access what was once the great treasury that was kept only in monasteries, contemplative, silent, deep prayer. And as people have taken to this, one could almost say like ducks to water, our own Christian prayer life has been renewed and flourished.